We're learning the first Sicha of Parshas Shalach in Chelik of Gimel on page 92. The shit today is being learned to the Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef ben Yamin ben Rabbi Menashe Kolkman. On the Pasik in the beginning of this week's Parsha, Shlach Lecha Anoshim, where the Ebesha tells Moshe Rabbeinu, send men to Eretz Yisrael. This is the story of the Meraglim. Zog Chazal, it says in the Gemara, Shlach Lecha means Ledaitocha. Send for yourself. What that means is, of course, it's for all of Klal Yisrael, but it means it's your decision. As the Shaluach HaMeraglim is given opengik in Daitosh or Moshe, the sending of the Meraglim is dependent on the decision of Moshe Rabbeinu. But Hashem says, I do not command you to send these miraglim. So the question here is, Moshe Rabbeinu is a faithful servant of Hashem. Is the fun verstandig? If so, we understand. As das was daitish on Moshe is given to shikin the miraglim, if it's Moshe Rabbeinu's opinion that you should send miraglim, is this the far is given It's because this is the opinion of his master of Hashem. He doesn't have any opinion of his own, like a servant that doesn't uh, do things for his own purpose with his own opinion, different than his master. Only the pasuk is made. The pasuk says later on, that Moshe Rabbeinu sends the miraglim and he sends them according to the mouth of Hashem, which means with Hashem's permission. Heiste, so what this means is, as their Indian, that sending the Miraglim, this idea itself of sending the Miraglim is a is something which is good and positive. On with the Rambam is Mevayer, the Ramban that is also explains this as the Derecharogel, from Ainam and Aland, what is the ordinary fashion of conquering a country? Is Durchschicken Frier Miraglim, you send spies, so Eiskefinen, what is the best of egg? Of best and greatest way, Luchbishasaretz. What's the best and easiest way to conquer the country? And since you don't rely on miracles, and you must prepare according to whatever nature demands. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu agreed to send Meraglim. If so, the question here is: Is it understanding? So now we have to understand why the pasuk here says, Why does Hashem say that this is dependent on the decision of Moshe? And why doesn't Hashem Himself, from the beginning, command to do so? If this is something that's positive and necessary, and what is supposed to be happening when you come to conquer the land, Eretz Yisrael, so then Hashem should have commanded that this should be done. Another question here is regarding the Miraglim that Moshe Rabbeinu chose, Rashi says, At that time, they were fitting for this uh, mission. This is something which is self understood logically, if you look at the story here, as if Moshe Rabbeinu himself chooses these men to be the Miraglim, it must be, not only were they in general people that were fitting for such a mission, or people that are kosher in general for other things, they're the most fitting and the best people chosen to fulfill this specific mission here to be the Miraglim in Eretz Yisrael. If so, the question is, is wie kommt es, how does it come to be? As by Zeh is geworen, as a gracious shinny, mena kotze ala kotze. 
How did they go through such a big change from one extreme to another? As nit nor not only did they not fulfill this mission to its best and perfect degree, rather the exact opposite, they brought upon Klai Yisrael such a calamity, which was all future generations cry about this, the expression that uh, the Gemara says regarding this day of Tisha B'av. So how could they go through such a major change of heart and in their behavior from the way they were in the beginning? Shaitan. So we'll understand this by first explaining in them So the shlichus here that the Maraglam had going to Eretz Yisrael, it consisted of two different details. Aleph, number one, They were sent to find out the details that are relevant for conquering the land. As the Pasuk says, to see how strong they are. Are they few or many? Are they living in open cities or in walled cities? This is all to understand where from where and how they're going to conquer the land. Based another detail. To find out the details of, regarding the condition and the quality of the land itself. Is it a good land? Is it a fat land? This second point here of their mission was something that was so important as Moshe Zeongizok, Moshe Rabbeinu warns them and tells them, Be strong and take and bring back from the fruits of the land. Why does he have to encourage them to do so? By bringing back fruits from the land, they are endangering themselves. As Mavet Kenan the Kenan, as is in a Meraglim, they'll be exposed that they are Meraglim here. We someone that will be, will be seen that they're carrying fruits out of the country. Nevertheless, they should be strong and make an extra effort to bring back from the fruits of the land, to show the Eden the fruits. Isn't it glatic? So, this point here about bringing back the fruits of the land is not fully understood. True. You can't compare when you see something firsthand to hearing about something. So therefore, there's a value to bringing back the fruits because nit kukendik was that eibishte hachin detzeltiyin as eretz yisrael is an eretz tayvur chavagayim eretz zavas cholavud vash. They were told about the land that it's a good land and it's a land flowing with milk and honey. Yidin zanadach maminim b'nei maminim yidin being believers, the sons of believers. And especially that they don't have to rely on just belief. Yidin living in Mitzrayim for many years definitely had information, hearing of what, what goes on in Eretz Yisrael, which was not too distant from Mitzrayim. So Yidin must have known that Eretz Yisrael is a special, unique land, the goodness of the land and the fruits of the land. But nevertheless, you can't compare to what you know and hear from a distance to what you see firsthand. So therefore, bringing back the fruits and showing the Eden, these unbelievable fruits of the land, will definitely cause Eden to want to go up to Eretz Yisrael with a, with a joy. This is what the Ramban here says, that's the point of bringing back the fruits of the land. However, the question is, is this something which is so important 
bis zu einstellen über dem die Lebens von dem Meraglem, to the point that it pays to put the life of the Meraglem in danger in order to accomplish this Simcha, that they should see the fruits firsthand. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu warning them and telling them that they should bring back the fruits of the land? So, one of the explanations for this is as follows. The Rebbe gives an introduction in general regarding Taira Mitzvahs, which begins at Matan Taira. Hagam as the Yisoyed from Kiyam Taira. Isagdamas Nasal Nishma. The whole entire foundation of a Yid fulfilling Taira comes by saying Nasal Nishma, which means that first you're ready to do whatever you're told, and only then, after that, will you try to understand what the purpose behind it is. But the first thing is the full commitment and dedication to do. But Afa Pikain is Nase Alein at Maspik. But nevertheless, at the same time, the fact that you didn't say Nase and Nishma, not just Nase alone, who cares about the Nishma? The Nishma means to understand. But if so, Yidin should have just said Nase, whatever Hashem wants, we'll do. But that's not sufficient. Not as Muzain, as Muz Oichzain, noch Nase, following the Nase, that full dedication to fulfill and do, Vinishma. Then there has to also be the nishma, which means Maloshan Avana, to understand and try to relate to it and with your Seichel Kamoi, as we see in the expression of the Pasek, Daber Kishemeya Avdecha. Speak because your servant is listening, but it doesn't only mean listening, but over there it means to understand. So the Aved Avayid begins and the foundation is Nasa, absolute bittel to Hashem, to fulfill what Hashem wants. But then though, the point is that the whole Mitzias of the person beginning with his seichel, should relate to this and appreciate it and understand it. So the person is fully involved in what he's doing. It's not just a simple Kabbalah cell which leaves the entity of the person sort of out of the picture. And therefore, the same can be applied over here when it comes to entering into Eretz Yisrael. Yes, Hashem promises Yidin that the land is a good land, and everything else that was said about the land. But what Hashem desires is that this, that Yidin believe in, and this that they know, because Hashem promises them, should be something that they should also understand and appreciate with their own directly with their own seichel, coming to it and seeing it with their own intellect, that this is in fact so. The will of Hashem should not just remain something that they accept, but it should be something that should permeate and become part of the Metzies. And therefore Moshe Rabbeinu commands the Meraglim to bring back from the fruits of the land. So this will have the effect that the desire of Yidin to go to Eretz Yisrael will now be not just following obediently what Hashem says that we're going to go Hashem Hashem commands so they listen which is the Nasa to just follow that Nasa itself should become part of their own opinion that they should feel it and agree to it they should understand as Madaf that they themselves also want to go to Eretz Yisrael, but Zee is the emissary Eretz Yisrael, because it's the truly good and broad land for them. That was the point of bringing back the Paytas. So it's not only the fact that they would go either way, but the question is, will they go besimche or will they not go besimche, as it would seem superficially from the words of the Ramban, but it's a completely different attitude. Either they can go to Eretz Yisrael just with a Munah, 
but their Metzius is not there. They're not interested in going. Hashem wants that the Ratzen, the Ratzen of the Eivishah, should be fully permeating their Metzius, and they should come along and go, realizing that the Ratzen of the Eivishah is true, even al Piseichel, that they can understand it. So now, according to this, we could say that the same could be said as Benigeya than Ershin Tel from Zeishlichis. Also, regarding the first part of the Shlichis, that they were sent to find out what's the best way to conquer the land. Yidin should realize with their own intellect, they themselves should come to a conclusion that they will have the ability to conquer the land. Right. In other words, if, of course, if Hashem says they'll be able to conquer the land, it'll happen. Either way, we have to trust Hashem, whether with a miracle, whether according to nature, they'll conquer the land. But this, is, this as well, Hashem wants that Yidin should recognize and see with their own seichel that it's actually possible. And therefore, the Meraglam are being sent to come back and to explain Yidin how it is that they're going to conquer the land. So this is the answer to the beginning of the Sikha, the question, why Hashem does not command Moshe Rabbeinu to send Meraglam. Why Hashem does not command to send Miraglim? Rather, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, this is your choice, you decide if you want to send Miraglim. Although, definitely, it's something positive, and Hashem agreed to this. Since the whole purpose here of sending the Miraglim is that there should be by the Yidin their own personal involvement and understanding in the good of the land, regarding entering the land. So therefore, the sending of the Miraglim as well is also coming through the decision of the Yidin or of Moshe Rabbeinu here below to descend. As Mentutes Valazoi Darvzai Mitzadas, what they're doing here, the sending of the Miraglam is because Das, the understanding of Moshe Rabbeinu, is, is coming to the conclusion that this is the right thing to do. And not just as another mitzvah that you're just fulfilling obediently a command that you're being told to do so. If they would be just doing this as a mitzvah, so then, then this would defeat the whole purpose. It would just be another step in just following what Hashem wants. But over here, the whole purpose was that the Yidin on their own should decide and they should come to the conclusion that the land is good. So therefore, the same is also regarding sending the Miraglim. This is the Yidin expressing their own personal involvement in trying to take the will of Hashem and make it their own, that it should become their will as well. And therefore, it comes dafka through Lidai Tocha, Moshe Rabbeinu deciding on his own to send. This answers the second question. How is it possible that these Miraglim, in that time, they were Kshedim, they were the best, most fitting people for this Shlichis, they were able to fall or they were able to stumble until they came to the conclusion that it's impossible to go to Eretz Yisrael. How do they have such a change of heart? But as the Rinyan Ashlichis is given, the Nishma sin, so the whole point of this Shlichis here is to bring it into your own understanding, the Nishma to Oisforshin Dizach from Knisalar at Salpiseichel, to go and research this matter, to come to the conclusion intellectually yourself. Is this possible? Is it not? There was room for, their, for a mistake to happen in them weighing this matter, whether it's possible to enter or not. 
Warum als, was die Meraglem haben gesagt? If you look at the report that the Meraglem actually brought, regarding the land itself and the people that are living in the land, as Ha'am, that the nation there is very strong, that they saw the children of giants there, everything they said, which brought them to the conclusion that we can't conquer this land, was all true. And even their conclusion that they said, not only the facts, but the conclusion they came to, as that naturally speaking, it's impossible to conquer the land, also has room in Seichel, that it won't be possible for Eden. So therefore, this is the moment you tell the Miraglim that your Shlichus consists of using your own mind rationally, coming to the conclusion whether this is possible or not. So it, there can be this mistake that happens that they come to the conclusion that it's impossible. So the Miraglim, in their opinion, didn't have any change of heart. They were going to look to see if it's possible to conquer the land. And they come back with the conclusion that it's actually impossible. So they actually, in their mind, fulfilled their Shlichus perfectly. So what was their mistake? Their mistake consists of this. The, the fact that they even add and give their own conclusion that we cannot go ahead and can, conquer the land, that's a big mistake. They weren't asked about this conclusion or not. They were not actually asked to come to this, they should draw their own conclusion whether we can or cannot conquer the land. They were only sent to come and give a report how and where, from which direction, would it be the e easiest way to conquer the land. The other Rabbi, on the contrary, from them, Gufe, was Meishad Zeg Geschick, from the very fact that Meishad Rabbeinu is only sending them to go and find out exactly from where and how to conquer the land, is this itself is proof that the conclusion is already known, that it will be possible to conquer the land, and even naturally speaking. If entering Eretz Yisrael is only possible miraculously, so then there's no room at all to send any miraglim at all. So the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu agrees to send miraglim means that naturally it's possible to conquer the land. And he's sending Miraglim to begin the process to figure out how they're going to conquer. If so, it comes out, this conclusion that they came to, and they said, no, we cannot go up, we cannot conquer, is it's not just adding another point to the Shlichus, giving information or coming to a conclusion that they were not asked about. says, more so, this is the exact opposite of the entire Shlichus. The whole foundation of the Shlichus was that we definitely could conquer the land. Now, let's begin the process. Let's see how we're going to get this done. They took it a step further. Because it was given to them to start analyzing and interrogating with their Seichel, so they used their Seichel not only to give the facts and the information, but also to draw a conclusion which was the opposite of the whole foundation of the Shlichus, that we definitely can conquer the land. So, but the point here is that the way this can happen is since the whole shlichus consists 
of using your own seichel, when you begin using your own seichel, it's a, there's a possibility that you, there's a mistake in shikol adas, that you start making conclusions that are not the way it should be. Teireh is meloshen heira. Teireh means a lesson, an instruction that we can take from this. Is the form verstandig, so therefore we understand from this. As in Teireh is euch voran die Anweisung, wie sich zu bewarnen von der Torah Samaraglum. So in Teireh itself, there must be a lesson how we could be warned of not falling through with the same mistake that the Maraglum did. Was the Eitzah? So what is advice Teireh gives us for this? So the Shema Sedre, like Minig Yisrael, the name of the actual Pasha itself, according to Minig, is Shlach. Meloshen Shlichis. That you're being sent. You're on a mission and you're being sent. What does this teach us? Ayidar Vissin, what Ayid has to know is, as Oich, when Efan Nemtzich Mitteravayde von Nishma, Fashtein Besichloi, even when he's in the stage of his Avedus Hashem, where it's about him bringing his Seichel as well to be involved, to understand. The will of Hashem, as it is over here in the case of the Miraglam, that it's all, it's your decision. But he has to realize that this itself, this itself that he wants to understand with Seichel, what Hashem wants, it's not because he's interested in this, he's doing it because that's what Moshe Rabbeinu sends you to do. Not because he feels that he wants to understand this matter. That if I want to understand, so then I don't feel good about this. It's not, it doesn't make a difference if you do feel good or you don't feel good about it. You accept completely what Hashem wants, whether you understand it or not. Part of what Hashem wants, part of the shlichus is that even you should understand as well. That's the will of Hashem that you should understand as well. So now we're at this stage where I have to bring the will of Hashem into my seichel as well. But it's not because I feel like I'm lacking something if I don't understand. It doesn't make a difference whether you're lacking or not. That doesn't matter at all. If that's the person's attitude, even when he's on trying to understand with Seichel, he knows that he's only doing so, because that's what Hashem wants, is So then the person will be clear and fulfill what Hashem wants, not only when he's at the stage of Nasa, where he's accepting and just doing what Hashem wants, but even when he comes to the Nishma, when he is trying to understand and connect with his own intellect to Hashem's will, even there, he won't go off with the seichel. as the seichel seichel amiti. The fact that he's only doing so because this is the will of Hashem, so this guarantees that his conclusion that he comes to will be accurate and right. On coming to the maskana amitis, will come to the right conclusion. So you have to take. It depends why the person is getting involved in the seichel. You have to take that bittel that there is in the nasa and realize that the nishma is a continuation of the same bittel. It's, it's the will of Hashem has to permeate everything, including your seichel as well. But it's not that whether you understand it or not in its own has value because you want to understand. That's the beginning where things go off. Here the Rebbe adds another point, which is from the, from the aspect of what seichel truly is, if you understand what the truth of seichel is, so then it, it, it demands that you should stick to the truth. The zach from seichel is what the real entity of Seichel, so Eisgefinen, the, the muskel is Lamitose. That's the real concept of Seichel, a person that's ready to put all preconceived notions and any other ideas aside, any own personal tendencies aside, and just to be ready for the objective truth wherever the facts will lead him. That's the real concept of Seichel. Put aside any of your own personal leanings, 
um sich zu tragen zu der Sache, das man verstehen, and to be totally and completely focused on the subject matter that you're trying to understand. But if a person is involved in something, even intellectually, but he's doing so because he has a personal pleasure in this, a certain personal feeling in this, then it is possible, as his own Zacharai mission, then it's possible that his own personal conclusions or his own personal leanings will influence the conclusion of the Seichel that he's involved in. Bis, as er wird proven, zu passen, the Metzies, to sein Deir, to the point that it's even possible that he will try to make the facts fit to his own personal opinion. Because he's not involved in this, because there's an actual pursuit of truth here, but there's something personal that he has involved in this. So even looking at this just from the perspective of Seichel, yet, pure intellect, even pure intellect, if you're involved in Seichel, just for the purpose of what Seichel is, the real idea of Seichel is, trying to look and find the truth, and nothing else. And here, the Miraglim are lacking that. But das ist eine von den in Indian HaSheichat. This is also one of the explanations regarding the concept of bribery. Was Teirah sagt, das HaSheichat, Ya'ave eine Chachamim, V'yisalav divre Tzadikim. That bribery blinds even the people that are wise, and even Tzadikim, the words of Tzadikim, become crooked if they accept bribery. That's what it says in the Pasuk. So seemingly, you can ask on this, If Teireh, which is truth, is telling us that in fact, these are people that are Chachamim and are Tzadikim. So that means that it's a true matter. They are on the level that he's called a Chacham and a Tzadik. So how is it possible that they could even accept bribery so the answer is, what kind of bribery are we talking about over here? Nor valder inyan ashaychad, because bribery is nit nor v'snanent geld v'chayetze bezeh. It doesn't just mean that you accept money or any other bribery. On the far v'etmezogen and often im sheker, and as a result, a person will be ready to say an outright lie regarding the subject that he's discussing. No, rather bribery in a more subtle degree means v'smentrachnit v'gen emetzias v'zi is. The very fact that a person is not thinking about a subject as it is, the truth of them matter for what it is. You go to it with yourself, that you have a certain personal interest in this subject that you're discussing here, or that you're thinking about. So the, the metzias, the self of the person is involved in this, and therefore that influences the conclusion. And then it's impossible to come to the right and accurate conclusion regarding this idea, as it is truthfully. Right? So the bribery over here is the, the self of the person. The bribery of the fact that you go to a subject not being able to shed all layers of yourself of different preconceived notions that you have. That's the kind of bribery that's possible by Chachamim and Sadiqim. So this is the cause for the mistake and the downfall of the Miraglim. What they were lacking is to fully nullify themselves to the will of Moshe Rabbeinu. That even when 
Their entire mission consists of using their faculty of seichelt to understand and think and analyze. But even there, they should understand that this is only being done so because Moshe Rabbeinu demands. It's just another step of fulfilling the will of what Moshe Rabbeinu sends them for. Not because they have any personal interest in using their seichel for this matter. Because they felt or they sort of experienced them themselves and their need or their interest in, uh, in, their, in what they're doing here. So therefore, when they see these giants in Eretz Yisrael, they became so afraid and they saw themselves as these small grasshoppers. And this became an This became like a bribery, just like bribery that doesn't allow you to think straight, because they didn't have that full bittle to the truth of what Moshe Rabbeinu demanded of them. So what they saw changed their thinking. They couldn't think straight, and they couldn't come to the right conclusion that Moshe Rabbeinu asked of them. And that's how they came to the conclusion when they said that it's impossible to go up to Eretz Yisrael. That is the source of the mistake of the Miraglim. So here comes the lesson that we learn out from the name of the parasha. When one remembers though that everything he's doing, he's just doing it as a shliach, he was sent on a mission. A shliach that sent is like the Mishaleach, he's just, he's completely nullified to whatever the Mishaleach is sending him to do. A shliach and in fact, the shliach has no entity of his own. Nor saying ganze metzias is the metzias of Meshaleach. The entire entity of the shliach is the Meshaleach. He's acting on behalf of the Meshaleach, so much so that he's, he's not an entity for himself. That's really what a shliach is. On in the Ruv Gufe is Meshluchai Shal Meshe. And who, a shliach of whom? You're a shliach of Meshe Rabbeinu. But Meshe Rabbeinu is Midas HaEmes. Meshe Rabbeinu represents the attribute of truth. You remain always connected to Moshe Rabbeinu, which is the attribute of truth. And you don't step away from that truth, even for a moment, even when it is demanded of you to utilize your own seichel, to think and analyze things on your own. But that's all part of the shlich, is to fulfill what Moshe Rabbeinu wants. And tracht die ganze Zeit nicht wegen sich. He's constantly thinking, not about himself, not as mingate in, in, in Meish Rabbeinu's Ashlichis, but rather you hear, you're going, you're fulfilling the Shlichis of Meish Rabbeinu. That's there, that's the only thought that a Shlich has in every aspect of every detail that he does. Then there's no bribery, and the main bribery, as Rebbe said before, is from oneself. You'll have the ability. To fulfill the shlichus, to go and see the land, which does demand for you to use your intellect, but to use it properly and accurately, and fully. Then you'll come to the proper conclusion that the land that Hashem gives us is good. This will bring to conquer the land, all of its borders, biz, sunkim, ayyud. And also the fulfillment of the promise, as Yarchev Hashem lekechas gvocha, that Lasod Lavi Hashem will broaden the boundaries of Eretz Yisrael, Bebias Mashiach Tzedkeno, with the arrival of Mashiach Bemehera Viyameinu Mamish.